Dell man of the year. 500 pro fights in his career. Got the record for most ice fights in the season. Chill. You the sheriff, lucky you still breathe. It's the sheriff. HL man of the year. 500 pro fights in his career. Got the record for most ice fights in the season. Chill. You the sheriff, lucky you we still breathe. We filmed the pod today. You listen in tomorrow. The heavyweight champ, yeah, Sean McMall. Sheriff. 13-year pro, yeah, he holding it down. Big man playing it right, thumbs up to the crowd. Let's go. Lucky season suited up, most tilts in the A, man. Sheriff badge on the bucket, heavy can play, man. Podcast trending, thanks for rocking with us, bro. Lived out his dream, yeah, he played in the show. Welcome, everybody, to an exclusive edition of The Sheriff. Boy, oh boy, do I ever have a treat for you. Now, ladies and gentlemen... I played the majority of my career in the AHL. <laughs> it's only because I thought that was so funny, man. I got, I got to start. I got to start this. <laughs> what was the chat? Okay, you know what? You, you, no, no, no. You can. You know what? Let, let, let's keep this going, ladies and gentlemen. I played the majority of my career in the AHL. Now, this is a league where divisional teams can play each other up to 12 times. One season of my career, the Rochester Americans and Syracuse Crunch played 19 times, ladies and gentlemen. 12 during the regular season, and then, of course, a seven-game series in the first round of the playoffs. By the end of the year, we were absolutely sick of each other. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is the perfect method for a rivalry between two tough guys. In my career, I had a lot of rivals in, 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 my, in my lifespan, but one of them... Brandon Sugar Sugden was my main rival in the AHL, and I'm going to introduce him right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all over the world, I would like to introduce to you my guest tonight. He hails from Toronto, Ontario. At 6'4", 230 pounds, he is a heavyweight. He was drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs in the fifth round in the 1996 entry draft. He is an alumni of the London Knights, Sudbury Wolves, and Barry Colts. He is considered the best technical fighter and the most winning percentage in hockey fighting history. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my main rival and new friend, Mr. Brandon Sugar Sugden. Now, Sugar, we do have a capacity crowd here at Bottom Line, so just bear with the noise because it's very, very exciting today. Yeah. They will not be quiet, they said, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to have you here, buddy, because it's, it's rare that I get to have a guest on my show that I have so many experiences with. And even right now, Brandon, even us looking at each other right now, like we're I, used I, to I, being I, violence. I know. We look at each other's eyes. And for me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, what I just said in the intro about this guy being the best technical fighter, you could not make any mistakes facing this man. You had to have a very good sleep the night before. You had to have the perfect pregame meal. And you had to have every hydration in every part of your body to even give yourself an opportunity to do well against him. Brandon. How are you feeling right now, buddy? I know I'm very hyper right now. I apologize. Uh, but welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, man. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. I, I look at your face, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to punch it. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? I totally understand, and, and I, I totally appreciate it. If I saw myself, I, I'd probably want to punch myself too, man. I'm loud, I'm obnoxious, and you know, I'm, I'm smiling all the time. So I know I totally get it, man. But, but, but I know what you mean. Like we were, we had the same job. Um, we had the, pretty much like the same passion for the game, I believe. I, from what I've heard, Brandon, like I have a good friend, Dan Sullivan. I was talking to you about him the last time we had our show. And the thing with me and Sully is we lived with each other every summer after the seasons were done. And he had so many old London Nightboy stories right. that I felt like I knew you guys, like you, John Erskine, Chris Barch, Dan Jansevsky, all these guys from the London Knights that Sully would be nonstop talking about. I felt that I knew personally. Meanwhile, I'd never met you, only knew that I had to go to battle with you. So yeah. I know I know the character that you are, Suggs, and like that's what we try to do. We try to bring big characters on this show. Well, yeah, no, that's uh, and uh, that's exactly what I mean. What the fans want to see, right? Like on the ice, they they they, they want to see the fights. They want to see goals. They want to see fights. Absolutely, that's, that's what they want to see, and that's. I mean, yeah, you were my biggest rival, 100%, and we played each other, I don't know how many times. Fought. How many oh, oh we, got, we got a question from the crowd. How many fights between us? Well, just put it this way, Brendan. When we played each other, do you think there was games that we didn't fight? Let's, uh, let's make it easier. Uh, one time when they put me on defense. Okay. One time. One time. But you know what? You know what? That's exactly what I was gonna say. I remember that game, Brandon. Yeah, I, and it was it was in it was in Rochester. It was in Rochester. Yeah. I have this weird thing yeah. with my memory. I remember these little little details. I was scratched, man. Are you I don't know if scratched? I was scratched or injured, but I wasn't playing. I wasn't oh. playing, so I was a scratch. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was healthy or not, but but you know what? I think you I think you might have taken on Ryan Jordy that night, maybe. I think no, I think no. That, you and Jordy was in Syracuse. It was in Syracuse. Yeah, that's right. Syracuse. That's yeah, right. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. That it's, was ama a it's amazing. Was it the things that we can remember, man. It's amazing. People think that you know our memories might be lost after battles like that, but no. But now, uh, most of mine is. But uh, I remember, I remember the fun times. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Brandon, my style is with the big characters. I like to try to find out how this came about. How did this guy that was so dominant on every level, every teammate loving him in the dressing room, every coach saying that, oh, he's my favorite, how did guys like this develop? So I like to go to the beginnings. Now, I know that you're a Toronto guy. Where did you grow up? And wh where did you go to school, like in elementary school? Uh, uh, elementary, I was actually in uh, uh, like Shelburne area, like, like north when I was really young. But then... When I got when I got older, I, I grew up uh, uh, King of Bathurst, right downtown. I went to t uh, Central Tech, um, right on. high school. Let's give it up for ah, Central Tech. Yeah. Gotta give a shout out. Yeah. Gotta give a shout out. We always remember where we came from. Yeah, Central Tech, and then uh, yeah, I just uh, from there, from Central Tech, uh, drafted by London, and then. Uh, Lived there, rest of, rest is history. Basically, yeah, and I live in the states for the last, you know, like 13 years after that, and so all over. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing that, Brandon, but I, I can't let you get off that easily, brother, because <laughs> there's just there's just too much good juice to find out. And, and what I mean by that is like. I'd like to talk about like your upbringing because I know that you were in combat sports 
while you were young, starting with hockey, like boxing, and I, I believe wrestling, but I, I'd really like for you to talk about your father as well, because I, I, I know that like that's a big, important part of your life, and, and I'd love for the viewers and listeners to hear about it. Yeah, well, uh, my dad actually uh, uh, was a boxer. He was a trainer. He sparred with Muhammad Ali back in 67. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sparred with him in, I think it was 67, 44 Chivalo. No way. Yeah, this actually, this, this boxing glove was given to me by Chivalo. So wow. he's a family friend. And... Uh, so he, he he started me boxing at like six. Wow! So I um, I was gonna turn pro at fifteen, um, fifteen sixteen, and then the hockey thing was. So I thought to myself, I could be the best in boxing and make a good living, or I could be a hockey player and be one of the best hundred and make a good living. Yes. So I, I decided to go with the latter, but I could still do what I love to do the best. And my mother wouldn't have it either. She didn't want to have it because we had boxers over at the house all the time, like training and stuff. And so right that, on. So that's kind of where that was. Now, I, and thank you for sharing that, brother. Now, I, I recently was going to have a show with a certain gentleman and we had to reschedule it for a minor medical issue but the gentleman's name is Spider Jones. Mm. And I just, he's a really big deal to me, man. He was my, my first ever interview. He also was there for me at the lowest points of my life. And I know that you know Spider when you were a young lad. Like, do you mind yeah. giving some experience, telling some experiences about you and Spider yeah, Jones? Yeah, uh, me, me and Spider, um, uh, he was just around the gym all the time, a Newsboys boxing gym. Uh, him and my dad were great friends. Um, we actually had a, a, a like a get together on a cruise ship uh, for a, a, a charity event, and Spider yes. was there, and he introduced me and and everything. And uh, no, he, he's just he's just a great guy. Like I, I've known him since I was since I could walk. Wow, you know he was always at the house and. Yeah, so you know the one the one funny thing about him is is like well I should say the one thing about him is how funny he is. And when I did have him on my show, I was able to have my nephew Riley McMorrow ask him the first question because it was a Zoom show and he asked, you know, Spider, why is your name Spider? So his response was it's because my wife says I'm such a bug. I'm always bugging her. <laughs> so I figured that that might bring back to the kind of personality that Spider was, because I'm, I'm assuming that you probably haven't seen the man in a while. Uh, I yeah, the last time I saw him was uh, probably like four years ago on that on that boat. Right on, uh, man. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was the last time I saw him. Right on. But, but a great, great guy, just an absolutely great guy. No, no, and, and thanks for sharing that, buddy. So now back to your pop soul, like so, you're a pretty big dude, Brandon. So like, how big is your dad? Uh, my dad was 6'4", his fighting weight was about mine, like 235. Right on. Um, so, so about the same, you guys are the same about, size? About, about the same size. Right on. Uh, he, he might have been a little thicker, but I mean, I, when I was training, I, I, like that one year I got up to 256 when I was in Russia. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he's a... He's a <laughs> I, I think we'll probably get to that. We'll get to Russia. <laughs> we'll definitely get to Russia. This, I, I got I to point out, this extraordinary crowd today. I'm very happy with the crowd yeah, today. Yeah, I'm very, very happy. 
Yes. Shout yes, out yes, to yes. the crowd. So hey. now, shout out Brandon. Um, I, I wanted to touch up a little bit on, uh, still because we're in that that age with minor hockey. So did you play in the MTHL? Yeah, I played. Uh, play for? Uh, played with uh, the Red Wings all the way up. Really? Uh, yeah, and then I went with the Marlies for a year. Right on. Uh, Wexford for a year, and then back with the Red Wings. We won uh, three city championships. No way. Yeah, uh, okay. we won. You know what? I only won one. I only won one city championship with Don Mills. So you're, you're, you're a triple. Don Mill, I used champ. to hate playing Don Mill. I, hate, I hated that uh, arena. Imagine we were the same age. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I hated that arena. Lifelong, <laughs> lifelong rivalry. But yeah, but, but we won uh, two silver stick championships as well. Wow, okay. And then uh, the Quebec champion, the Quebec tournament, you know, the big oh, Quebec. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So we we actually we lost our first game, so we didn't get to play in the Coliseum anymore. We had to play in the Little Rink. Yeah. But then we went undefeated, so we won consolation. No way. But we never got to play against because the first game, I mean, we're like kids, we're all skating around and we're just like looking around. And guy goes, uh, no, Jackal wasn't on that team. <laughs> hey man, so I don't know if you're psychic or whatever, but I always ask about the Pee Wee tournament if I know a player has played in it. And that was what was coming up. The thing I have to ask you about that, I, I really like the way that you explain that. Do you, obviously you feel that that was your first experience under the big lights under the big show what you but seeing all those people brandon like you just explained like for me i i couldn't get over it man that changed everything for me did you look at hockey different after that it, i i really did and and it, it was almost like my first game uh in the ohl it was like people actually paying to see you play yep. i mean they didn't pay yeah, but it, I mean, I mean, you didn't have to pay to watch a Pimi tournament, but it, it was like playing in front of that many people. It was like, wow, could I really do this for a living? Like this, uh, so I worked harder and harder and harder and harder. And then Absolutely. when I got in the O, it was like, man, people are paying to watch me play. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. You know, in some games there's ten thousand fans and. And usually you're just playing in front of your parents. And, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Sean. Yes, we got another question from the crowd. Brandon's loss record in Ontario Hockey League fights is probably pretty low. It, we were just asked about Brandon's win-loss record in the Ontario Hockey League. Well, I'll tell you one thing. His, his win-loss win record in pro is the best of all time. In my mind, dropyourgloves.com will support that. The best winning percentage in hockey fighting history. So I think Junior might have been okay, too. I think it might have been okay, too. It wasn't the OHL. It was a, it was a, 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 it was a rookie term for the Scouts. And I, in my first fight ever, okay. I got one punched. Okay, so all right, so I got one punch. Just so for the viewers and listeners, you know, we had a question about his first fight. So, so you're saying that your first hockey fight was when? What, what team were you playing for? Uh, it was uh, I was playing for the Red Wings, midget. And wow. I, I was fighting Johnny uh, uh, Agristopoulos. We should call him Johnny yep. Anabolic. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a monster, and I got completely KO'd. First fight ever in my life, KO'd on the ice. And I remember sitting there looking up the ref, 
And I'm like, what happened? And the ref was like, you just got knocked the F out. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, Well, I, I, I beat the living. Yeah. Okay, so, so 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 you did get your revenge. On, I got on my that. I got my revenge. It wasn't right the on. next couple of weeks, but it was yeah. I got my revenge on him. Right on. So I, I I wanted to change things up a little bit. I wanted to like you know we we mentioned the OHL a couple times. You know we're both London Knights alumni. I wanted to talk about Gary Agnew. I wanted to talk about the London Knights, and I also wanted to talk about how you found out like what the recruiting process was like for the draft with london um london it, it wasn't really like that much of a recruiting process it's not like they came and talked to us or anything it yeah. was kind of like they, this wasn't like the nhl ones you know yeah. where you go in and you talk to them but bar down hands down gary agnew best coach i've ever had in my life uh, players coach yeah. Shout out to right. Gary Agnew. Gary Agnew. Best, Sully's a big fan of his as well. Yeah, best best players coach in the world. I remember there was one time I was, I I thought I'd, I'd be smarter and I got up really early, and you know like our practices were 10:30 in the morning. Got to be there, at, you know, if you're five minutes early or 10 minutes late. So, yep. so I showed up at eight, thinking you know, I'm gonna. And as I'm walking in, the trainer looks at me and he's like, man, you better get down there. I'm like, what do you mean get down there? He's like, you don't remember? We have a meeting at 7.45. Ooh. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so I run downstairs and soon thing, I walked in the door. Ags looks at me. He's like, sugar, you're fine, 100 bucks. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I love the stash on the guy, man. Did he always have the stash? He always had the stash. He, so was always. he known for that or what? Like, yeah. Like, you know, what? It was a cool stash, man. Yeah. As long as I, I've known him, he's had the stash. We used to have the, our uh, Thanksgiving parties uh, at his place. One time, uh, uh, the steam cooker exploded with a turkey because someone put it in when it was frozen. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So I, I know that there was a couple seasons in London um, just sticking with the timeline, I, I, I'd like to talk about like the, the NHL draft. I mean, we're, we're here in downtown Toronto. You were drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs, the fifth round, 1996. Seems like a long time ago, eh? Like, oh, I know. Right? Where did the time go? Now, I know that you did well. I know that you did well. Like, I, I did my research, and like, I, I think I may have talked to you about this the last time we talked, but the Toronto Maple Leafs, seem to think that you got the nickname Sugar from their training camp. No. There, there was a, I, I know, I, I, want, I want you to tell us, but just so you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs have articles, like like the, the, the editors that, that cover the Leafs. Yeah. There's articles saying that this guy, Brandon Sugden, was weaving and bobbing so good that we just had to call him Sugar. Yeah. So they're trying to take... They're trying to be responsible for this incredible nickname. No. Do you mind telling us how you really got it? Yeah. Was it Wooster? It was, was it? Worcester. it was Wooster. It was Wooster. It was Steve Plo, Larry's Plo's son. And uh, you remember uh, the the girl skating trainer, uh, Marianne? Yes. Yeah. yeah Mary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scary Mary. Scary Mary. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wanted to get off the ice quick. And Steve was like, uh, Sugar, or uh, Brandon, get over here. And he's like to Marianne, this is our Sugar Man. 
meaning this is our fighter yeah. And, yeah. and it just stuck and there was funny there was kids that would come up to me and say hey brandon sugarden <laughs> <laughs> so they actually okay they thought yeah. my name was sugarden right on but yeah that's why i got i got it, i got it from steve plo Larry Poe's son, assistant coach of uh, Worcester. Shout out to Steve Poe. Yeah, that's Steve a great Plo. story, man. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. So now, uh, I know that a lot of guys in hockey have nicknames, but there's very few of us where the nicknames stick with us, man. And, and you're that that stuck since then. How old were you? Probably around 20? I was 20. Yeah. Like, that's, like, man, that that's I, absolutely incredible. You want to hear something funny, though? Yes, I absolutely do. Um, when I was in Dayton, they actually sold badges and they called me brandon the sheriff no Thought way they, yes they did it. are and you hearing sold, this ladies and gentlemen right now, sold so not only was he sugar but he's the sheriff as well <laughs> I, hey man I, you deserve it you deserve it so um i wanted to i i i wanted to get in i mentioned i started talking about the nhl draft um, you know, and then we got into the nickname because the Leafs are claiming that they that they're responsible for this incredible yeah. nickname. Now, I, I want to finish off with that first. Then I'm going to get into something else. So, first of all, where were you when you got drafted? Did you go to the draft? Or did oh you yeah, stay at oh home? yeah. So you were at the draft. Where was your draft? St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. Me and, me and Rick Jackman went together. Me and Jacko went together. Wow. So, yeah. can you repeat that? Who is who's that? Rick Jackman. Rick, Rick Jackman. Jackman. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Awesome. So, so that's cool, man. So, like, that must have been. Did you go? Like, was it just you two, or did the family go down as well? Uh, it was just, it was just us two that we went together. Cool, buddy. Right. Yeah, it was hot as hell. Holy. It was hot. Oh, it's, it's the it end a, of June, yeah, St. Louis, yeah, Missouri. It was, it was June 9th or whatever it was. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh. Right, so I guess I'll, not the end of June. Right, yeah. Yeah. We got a rowdy, rowdy crowd tonight at Bottom Line. <laughs> so, what was it like that night in St. Louis, Brandon? Now, meanwhile, this is a long time ago, so no one's getting in trouble here. So, but, but did, you guys, did you guys party it up that night? Was it pretty cool, oh, fun night? Well, you know what? Special. Kind of, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny because um, I was the second pick in the fifth. Toronto had two picks to that round, and they, they drafted Peter Cava first. Okay. Toronto, right? Yeah. And then they drafted me the next pick, the 111. Okay. So I go down, all excited, you know, and they open up the box, and there's no jerseys. Oh. But Cava's still there. So they said, Peter, take the jersey off. He's like, okay. Took it off, gave it to me. I put it on, took the picture. And then he's like, okay, take the jersey back. I'll give the cab. We'll mail you one. <laughs> so what about, no, that's, I mean, that's hilarious. But what about the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth? They didn't get anything. They, they, they didn't have a chance. No, they had nothing. nothing. Kava, yeah. get that shirt again. Yeah. yeah uh, hey, Kava, get that shirt one more time. Kava, sit at the table. Just stay here with yeah, us. <laughs> and then so we all go to the bar that night. And everybody who got drafted, they're wearing their draft jerseys. I'm the one guy that isn't. And the, girl, and, the, and the girl was like, you didn't get drafted. You don't have a jersey. I'm like, well, okay, the story is. <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah. For the, for the team that is worth the most in North American sports or whatever it is, like, that, that's weird that they didn't have jerseys. I right? know. I, they, they had a lot of picks in that, in that draft. So <laughs> they ran out of jerseys. I, I don't know. 
Right on, man. So, I mean, talking about the Maple Leafs isn't as exciting as about what we're going to get into right now. So now I want to get to the point where Gary Agnew, again, Gary keeps coming up. I hope Gary watches this. Gary Agnew is running the program for the Syracuse Crunch. I believe he was the GM and the coach. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you could tell me. Yeah, no, he, he was. was. He was a head coach. He was a head coach. And then after they won, uh, after Columbus did well, he became assistant assistant coach with the Blue Jackets. Right on. And, yeah. Right on. So now Gary Agnew is responsible for bringing Brandon Sugar Sugden into Syracuse. So now I was thinking, now here we are in Rochester. There was Trevor Ettinger was there the year before. Okay. Now, yeah, RIP. God bless his soul, Trevor Ettinger. Probably one of the toughest guys I also fought. Um, incredible, incredible character, incredible man. You came in the second year, and we're sitting in practice, and we're just like, man, Syracuse is already a powerhouse. Now they're bringing in this guy, Brandon Sugar Sugden. We're like, Jesus, what's up with Gary Agnew? Did you know who it was at that point? I, yeah, another question from the crowd. Absolutely. I, I've known about Brandon Sugar Sutton because we're both OHL guys. I've known, I've, I heard stories from when I was a teenager about this guy. So I, I knew a lot about him. And, 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 I'll, and I'll tell you what, I was, I was excited for the challenge, but I knew that there was going to be absolutely no nights off, man. Absolutely no nights off at all. It was going to be a battle right to the end. I remember so. our first fight. Yeah, right, it was, right in front, right in front of the, the net in between the thingies. That's right. In Rochester. That's right. Yeah. So now, so now, I want to, I want to get into that team in Syracuse. Like you guys were a pretty close, a close knit group. Yeah, oh yeah. You guys sure. did well, like in the win loss record. Um, what was the furthest? Do you remember the furthest that you guys went with first, that Syracuse first, Crunch team? First round. <laughs> you guys, that was the furthest? Norm, Norm Millie. Friggin, Norm Millie. Norm, shout out, shout out to Norm Millie. Shout out to Norm. Do you play with Norm and Sudbury? I play with Norm and Sudbury, and he's a Red Wing alumni. Oh, that's oh. right, man. He's Mr. Red Wings, that yeah. guy. Yeah, Norm no. Millie. If you're listening out there, buddy, hopefully you're doing well, man. You're yeah. an awesome dude. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I like Millie more than <laughs> yeah, no, I, me- I, me- I remember it too because they they dress him, Sean. Yeah, and they wouldn't dress me, and and the fans were cheering. Where is Sugden? That's right. Where? That's right. Because he was running a muck. Yep. Like out there, and look what you're supposed to do no, in our. No one was. No one. No. You you could do whatever you want. There was no there was usually there was usually no takers other than me for him. My 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 teammate Ryan Jordy did it once. No one else would even dare to. We had we had guys like Paul Gosted, we had Andrew Peters, his older brother Jeff Peters. Those guys those guys those guys were super tough, but they wouldn't they wouldn't put themselves in that type of position. Yeah. So yeah, so okay, so first round was Syracuse. Right on. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. It, it was down at the far end where I was sitting, and Norm Millie came over the blue line, took a slap shot, went top cheese, and we lost. We That's lost it. three in a row. We were up four-one, and we lost three in a row. Jeez, I, and I, I remember or that. Five, five in a row. 
for yeah, whatever whatever it was. But yeah, but everybody's saying like, where's Sugden? Yeah. Where's Sugden? Yeah. Where's Sugden? And I'm like, yeah, like put me in. Where is Sugden? <laughs> Where is Sugden? Yeah. Randy, I remember it clearly. Randy Cunningworth believed that we were gonna go with our group that we went with in the season. And because I was an every game player, he put me in. There was even controversy within our own team because there was like goal scorers and stuff being put out. I was only getting two, three minutes a game. Yeah, right. Uh, but I was there for the presence. Yeah. And 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 you weren't put in. And the crowd wanted you so bad that yeah, they started that chant. Yeah, it was really loud chant uh, no, in, in Syracuse. The Syracuse crowd would not accept the fact that I was playing and he was not. They wanted to see an even matchup. They didn't like it that it was like that. So. And especially because he was running amok. Yeah. He, he, he was running amok. Honey told me, he's like, Sugar's not here. You can do whatever you want. Just run everybody. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Gary would probably say the same thing to him. Yeah. So now, now that we're into kind of like this kind of fighting, kind of fighting For type of talk, I want to give the viewers and listeners an opportunity to hear straight from the mouth of a member of the toughest starting lineup in hockey history, oh. which was the Saint Jean Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh. How how did they say the name? Did they say Saint Chiefs? Jean. Chiefs Saint de, Jean. Chiefs to Saint Jean. Saint Jean Chiefs. Saint Jean Chiefs. Saint Jean Chiefs. Okay, so Mr. Brandon Sugar Sugden, which was a member of this starting lineup, let's go over the, these names here. Okay, so who would you like to start with here? Uh, Garrett Burnett. Okay, so Garrett Burnett. God rest his soul. God bless his soul as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matthew Rabby. Matthew Rabby, who looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. <laughs> yeah, he do. Do you, do he you does. agree? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. He was a Steve Bossy. Steve the Boss Bossy or Steve the Crash Bossy. Yeah. Uh, has like a 10 and 1 UFC record currently. Yeah, I know. He's one of the, one of the hardest punchers okay. I've ever seen in my life. So, okay, so yeah, you, you said Bossy is the hardest puncher? Uh, the hardest okay. puncher I've ever seen. Yes. Let me add to that. Bossy is the one guy that has TKO'd me. Bossy TKO'd me. I hit my head on the ice, got a concussion, and it's really like, like, sugar, like, we had battles. I'm sure we both got hurt, but, like, we didn't really get hurt, hurt in our fights. No. We were able to recover within a couple days. Okay, we got a lot of bruising from toe to toe, side of the head. Okay, my shoulders hurt, you know, my elbow, my wrist. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but we never really had, like, injuries where we were out, out from, from fighting. Yeah. But your boy, Vase. Man, that guy put me down. Like, I learned so much from that. I, I, I couldn't believe that it happened, and it changed my career. But, yeah, let's go on with this list. Yeah. So we got Burnett. We got Rabi. We got Bosse. We got Sugar right here. Yeah. And who's, uh, who's the missing piece who's here? Your, oh, uh, this is actually uh, him and uh, Link Gates, the two toughest guys i ever fought in my life. Uh, that was Patrick Cote. Okay, so Patrick Cote... Who led the NHL in fights, I think, more than once. Yeah. Okay. The, the most scary, scariest. I had a fight with him one time. Uh, I think it was our third fight. It was my first year in the LNAH. And we're going for a good minute. And fights, like, a minute doesn't seem that long, but it, it's a long time. And so it might have been maybe 45 seconds. And we break apart. 
and then we line up again, and I'm out of breath, and he's looking at me, doesn't even have his mouth open, and he's cut open over the eye, and he's not even breathing hard, and I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Who do you think was bigger, um, Kote or Rabi? Well, bigger in size when when Kote was doing yeah uh, Kote in his, in his prime uh, yeah yeah Kote, but Rob Robbie was all natural like he, he was Robbie is natural yeah he was natural Robbie man. is natural he was natural from that what I know from what I know from that is, what I know. that's 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 incredibly that's incredibly impressive yeah. Robbie had a style where he used his strength to his advantage. He, 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 it, I don't want to say held on because it's not. It's he would tie you up, tie you up, boom, tie you up, boom. And yeah. You, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. And yeah. like it was, but you're saying this guy's natural. That that's the most impressive yeah, thing I think. Right. I've ever he he's one of the wor hardest workers. Uh, wow. Shout out to Matthew Robbie, buddy. Uh, I thought Robbie. you were doing big time supplements back then, buddy. That yeah. that's 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 impressive. Man. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. So now, Brandon. I mean, man. I apologize for all the talk. I'm a big fan of yours, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm a rival, but I'm also a fan. And, like, that's why I enjoy asking all these questions. I got to jump right to the KHL right now, just so we can cover uh, it. Oh. I got to get to the KHL, man. Okay. Now, but before we get to the KHL, I want to mention one more thing for the viewers and listeners. Now, there's, been, there's a lot of stories and stuff about the LNAH, the League de North America, the hockey Right? There's a lot of stories about that. It's good to hear straight from the people that were in the league instead of like hearing different stories like that. But the one thing I want to point out, the reason why we went to this league, Brandon, me, you, Yuri Mosheski, others, we were given incredible deals that we could not get anywhere else. This was at a time shortly after the lockout when the hockey rules have changed. They were grandfathering us out of the game and here comes this league from Quebec that's calling us every single day, every single week. I'll give you X amount of dollar bonus, okay? I'll give you X amount of dollar bonus. Okay, if you come now, we'll give you this. And it keeps going up and up and up. And you know what? It's really good to be wanted. There's a time that people aren't wanted anymore in the sports world. This was a time that we were wanted. Big Can time. you talk about how the Chiefs recruited you? And it was a long time ago. If you don't mind talking about the money, I'm sure the viewers and listeners would like to know the type of money that we were making back then. Bro. Well, I, I, I think uh, in, in the LNAH, they consider me the highest paid player there. But it kept on going Absolutely. up and up and up and up and up. But they, they would give me... Um, How much did you make in a season tax-free? Tax-free just chunks and then i would get money for gas yep, and stuff yep. but 150,000 okay so, so 150 tax free tax free us playing in the lnah and then they give me signing yeah. bonus uh well they, they when you just, first came. The, one, the 150 was just they were like here is 50 grand here's, they do it three times in the year and then they would give Woo! me uh like about 400 a week for travel and because I would stay in Toronto. Yes. And Didn't I, you I, stay I, in Syracuse the first year? The first year. And you would year, travel from Syracuse year, to Montreal? The first year. And then I bought a house uh, in uh, Canada. So I would drive. It was about a six-hour drive. Right on. So, yeah. But, I, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of money. I mean, yeah. Could we have gotten that money. anywhere else other than the NHL? No, of course Absolutely not. not. No, no. So we were given these opportunities. 
It was a very unique situation. This guy's team had five number one fighters. <laughs> I know. You guys were all number ones. Uh, the way that they would do these teams is they would rate the fighters one through five. The ones would fight the ones, twos fight the twos. The Chiefs had all number ones. So it was like, it, it was, it was really difficult to play the Chiefs if you were one of those five of the opposing team. Um, yeah, so, I mean, overall, I, I'm, I think we kind of spent kind of similar times over there. You had a, a different time that you came in Verdun, which was way earlier way in your early, career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing a fight between you and Joel Terriot, oh. Mal, <laughs> when you played in Verdun, man, when he was in his prime and was, it was as wild as ever, and you came into the league, calm, cool, collective, and just went right up to Lenny Mal and said, yo, I'm the new guy in town, man. Yes. And, and you won, you won that, you won that fight. Man, see, this is the fan of me coming out. You won that fight. It was a terrible angle, whoever had the video. Oh, yeah, I was I terrible. You know the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know exactly. So, yeah, yeah. But, but man, that, that was that was something else. Okay, KHL, buddy. Let's KHL. hear a little bit about the K. Oh, Recruiting Lord. process, what it was like living in Russia. Uh, it's a different world, honestly. Um, the boss of our team uh, was, uh, he did a legal thing. He, was a, he sold guns, right? So Yeah. It, had tons of money and he had a place called the village where there was like two entrances to get in there and it was like a compound and there was like 10 different houses one was a sauna house one was a clubhouse one was a whatever kind of house whatever this and yeah. that guys walking around with submachine guns on their sides first time I got picked up by the boss the bodyguard had to body check the the door because it was this much of glass bulletproof glass no way yeah and but there i was making good money too i was yeah. making three hundred thousand uh tax-free u.s yeah i don't mean to cut you off i just want to add to this point and then i want you to continue the thing is is at that point of your career i almost felt that like i mean yourself John Nasty Morasti, Trevor Gillies, all these guys are, I don't know if, if Yablonski spent some time over there as well. It was almost like you guys were rewarded and were given money for paying your dues. And if these gangsters in Russia wanted to do that, so be it. Yeah. That's, what, that's the way I looked at it. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah, man, those guys are playing in the KHL. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they they wanted they wanted to talk to their friends and say look who I got. That's you know? it. That's, That's it. Uh, that was, so that how was do you think thing. that died out, bro? How come it died out? What happened? Uh, well, the the main team that had the fighters was our team. Okay. And our boss, our owner, uh, is in jail for life now. So okay. uh, that kind of that's one that, reason. That's probably a big yeah. Reason. Not making a joke uh, of it, but, but I mean, yeah, that's probably a big yeah. reason. But and the whole town died out. And, you know, like Russian hockey is all east to west and North Americans north and south, right? So um, it was more finesse. It went back to European hockey rather than Canadian hockey. Yes, absolutely. So that, I think that's what made it die out a bit. It was kind of like the way it happened in Germany back in, you know, the, the early 2000s. You know, they're oh, making yeah. tons of money. And then, Overall, you have so, a good time over there? 
Um, all I could say is the best thing was the uh, the, the the money. Uh, yeah, it was the most yeah. depressing place to live. I mean, really? the sun never. What shone. was the town called? Uh, Chekhov. Oh, I Chekhov. thought you were telling me something. Wait. <laughs> he was telling you. Chekhov. Oh, you were saying the name of the town. No, I thought he was saying F off. <laughs> okay, check. I'm just. Chekhov. Talking. Check off. So yeah. check, check off. Check off. Yeah. That, that's Vit, check off. Yeah. Check off warriors. Right on. Basically, yeah. And then we we uh, actually uh, Putin actually said my name on no TV. Way. Yeah. There was uh, there was a huge brawl that happened. Uh, I started with Yarmir Jaeger. And uh, and so I was in warm up. And then so the first and you, in that league you're out first fight, so I get going and then everybody starts fighting so everybody's kicked out, and then the next shift everybody goes right. There wasn't enough players. Yeah, they don't have the five minute fight rule that, but everybody got kicked off the ice. There wasn't enough people to finish the game, so they had to call the game. And then Putin on air said that Canadian thugs, especially Brandon Sugden, <laughs> ruined the thing. So I had, I had the president of Russia. Yeah. All right, well, listen, I got to ask you one more thing. I got I to gotta say, will you consider coming back for a part two? Of I've, course. I've got, my producer is about to throw a, a rock at me where I think we're like 20 minutes over the limit, yeah. but I needed to, I needed to keep you this long because I'm not big of a supporter. Okay, I need, I need, I need my, oh, I need my, I need my stuff to okay. come up here. We're not done. We're not done. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you Sugar Jr. Sugar Jr. is his nickname. Hi. So, Sugar Jr., I, I, I have just have a couple questions for you, buddy. I'm really excited that you're here. So now, first of all, do you believe that the Toronto Maple Leafs will win the Stanley Cup this year? No. Oh, so, okay. So who will win the Stanley Cup? Who's your favorite team? Um, I have no idea. Okay, well, all right. He's a soccer fan. You're He's a, a soccer, soccer fan. fan. Who's your favorite soccer team, buddy? Um, do you like Messi's team? Uh, or are you more of a European soccer guy? Mm. Right on. Italy. I like pretty much every team. Yeah, right on, right on. All right, so so just, just one more time, I'd just like you to state your name and what school you go to, buddy. So my name is Steven, and I go to St. Martha and Mary. Oh, man, we got it. That's unbelievable. Thank you so much, Sugar Junior. That is unbelievable, buddy. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So, I mean, I don't think we could have ended it any better than that. Sugar, if you have any shout-outs, you can say it, but th that's unbelievable. I think I could do the mic drop right now after Sugar Jr. <laughs> well, I had a shout-out to my mother. Oh, yes. I yeah. hope she's doing good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what? We're going to end it at the, just like that, because just like his mother, my mother's the most important, so we're going to end it just like that. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, yeah, go get a clap. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Sheriff. But before we go, guys, we just want to recognize a little bit of sponsorship. So, guys, yeah, we got, we got a loud, a loud crowd. So, zenpie.com dispensary, guys, they will be ready in a couple weeks for online orders. And, guys, Sinbin Hockey... Bob and Jessica Langdon, this is a new apparel for hockey. Check it out, all their social media pages, Simbin Hockey, ladies and gentlemen. 
And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We've had an incredible crowd here. This is one of my favorite episodes of all time, and we'll see you next time. Woo! See you later. It's the sheriff.